1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile,
2: the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: Lima, take it away. I heard an interesting conversation on the way in today. It was Chuck Klosterman. I thought it was Closterman. Um I think it's Closterman but he was talking with Bill Simmons. He's a distinguished author, he used to actually cover sports. He, he I believe covered the Browns. Yes, he? he worked in Toledo. Yeah, I think at one point. Wait, well, he, he did a story
4: on the Browns. He didn't cover the Browns, but he did a story about the draft, I think. But
3: he he's more of a thinker like why... well, He's watched the
5: Browns on TV yeah. once.
3: So. <laughs> he, he's out. he's more of a thinker asking just the general questions, stuff that we just normally don't sit in question every day, like, why is youth sports the way that it is? Why is it more successful in other countries than here? So um, I've heard him talk about that stuff before, and on the way in, he was asking the question, why today are four of the best, if not the best basketball players, why are they not from America? I mean, if you look back at it, before the um, the Dream Team, you know, they weren't really playing basketball in a lot of other countries or taking it seriously. And then the dream team came around and then, you know, these kids now, I mean, their parents, you know, watch the dream team. And so you've had an international explosion, but to that point, how are the best players? Not just how do we have a bunch of NBA players from other countries? We would all understand that because they all picked up the sport and they all have athletes too. Yeah. Well now the best players, I mean, Luca, you just saw him the other night. Um, obviously uh, Doncic, I mean, Luka Doncic, um, you know, the Denver Nuggets, the, the, the reigning MVP of uh, the NBA. You have Giannis, you have Shea Gilgis-Alexander from Canada who could be the MVP this year. I mean, these guys are non-American. You would have never thought that was possible, right? I mean, young Ken Carmen, would you have ever seriously thought that that would be the state of affairs of the NBA? No, I
4: remember having a conversation with Jeff like 12 years ago about it. And Jeff's like, oh, you better watch. You better watch out. It. That sounds bad. It sounds like a warning. Um, He's like, hey, you got to watch this stuff. Like, that sounds bad, too. I don't know how else to say it. He, he was, we were talking about Euro yeah. players.
3: And yeah. But they were like, soft, remember? Are, they were like, all guys, soft. Yeah, we that all was accused soft. them of being soft. But, you know, you watch. Hey, you, you watch Rocky Four enough. You you watch Jokic and there's nothing soft about him. I mean he he was never considered a great defender, but then you watch him and well, he 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 battles well, as not, best he can. But offensively he, he's unstoppable. And then you see games in Serbia and you go there ain't nothing soft about that at all. That yeah. is crazy. They hey, set right. fires and stands. I mean that is nuts. Yeah, David Blatt tried to tell you by the way about international yeah, basketball was, and you, you know Jason Lloyd wouldn't listen. That was an eye opening thing I saw on YouTube a few years. So back. it got me thinking. Obviously we know baseball the influence of Latin America, it's obvious. they the kids grow up and they want to they want baseball as a way out. they want to be great at baseball. They work on baseball in a way we don't really work on it in this country anymore. Mm-hmm. And so who dominates a lot of major league baseball. So we understand baseball and we're understanding the NBA. The NFL, this is not happening there there, there is no explosion worldwide despite the efforts of the NFL to broaden the game to expand to other countries, Playing games in in Germany. Oh, and they played games in Germany my entire life. They've played games, didn't they play some preseason games in Tokyo? Um when I was young, I, I could have sworn they the did The NFL, yeah. yeah that's yeah.
5: where Terrell Davis made his name, yep. was in the Tokyo. Oh, was? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That's how he got on the team. So and it's Stan Hansen. So it, it hasn't really done anything. It hasn't it hasn't worked. We're all these years later. They tried the World Football League, the Frankfurt Galaxy. I mean, It hasn't really happened. We've had punters from Australia. I think we've had some long snappers, but it hasn't taken off. We had Yelda Froholt. Yelda Froholt. I had the opinion before the show, and I wanted to see. I wanted to gauge reaction, and you smartly did not give me any reaction because you wanted to hold it. Exactly. I said I actually think the NFL would be the easiest sport for players from all over the world to make it in a hurry if – they ever started really playing football and taking an interest in it? We know they they choose soccer, but if they ever wanted to, guys can run really fast in other countries too. Um, you, faster you, than us. Got what? Watch watch any of the you know world indoor running events, which I was forced to because of my wife. I mean, they come from every country. They can be just as fast. Everything as we you can do here. with
4: your wife sounds like you do it at gunpoint. Kind
3: <laughs> of is the case right now, uh. including staying in the relationship. I got waterboarded once <laughs> thanks to my wife. Yeah. So I I contend that it wouldn't take long if ever there were some countries that wanted to really take the NFL seriously or take football seriously, I think you could fast track it faster than it took in the NBA
1: because I, don't think,
3: so. I think the skills are so different. I don't think what so. do what do we always say about the NFL and how players can come from anywhere? So we only think they could come from anywhere in this country. You don't think if they started watching the NFL and started saying, hey, why, why, why can't I run a route? Why can't I be a running back? You don't think they could develop fast? How many NFL players didn't start playing football until high school? There's a lot of them. We hear stories there about that are Not just stories. Yeah. There are a ton of them because their parents wouldn't let them play football because they were worried about CTE and tackle football. And they said, all right, once you get to high school, I'll let you play. And boom, they're in the NFL six yeah. years later. So you're telling me that can't happen in Europe? Uh I really don't. Uh could foreign born players take over the NFL like they have
4: in other sports? 216474 0092. Mitch, you gotta be careful how you write that up on the internet, by the way, because that could take a much different tone than what Tone and I want it to take. Uh you, Carmen but, you, and
5: Lima don't want foreigners in our country. <laughs> no, that's <Right>. not True. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think that I mean, you did you mention hockey? No. okay. I, didn't I was about hockey. to say because I was like, that's not our sport, that's Canada. Yeah. Um basketball. Baseball, football. I look at these things and I go, "Hey, we are the richest country in the world. Sometimes to our detriment, You're, we're the richest country in the world. How much does it cost to play football as opposed to the other sports? I well, mean, you need get- a you need a basketball, you need a baseball and a stick. I mean, that's that's basically what you need. Now, I know a bat, a aluminum bat, can be four hundred dollars for a ten year old." If they're playing yeah. travel baseball, which is nuts, like some guy tried to get me to pay the other day, um, not a chance in hell. Not until my kid can get a bat on the ball, legitimately, would I even think about that. But you can get a wooden bat, an old wooden bat, and have one bat with your buddies in the sand lot. And you can have one baseball, and that's how it goes. And you could use your bare hands if you really want to. Okay? Basketball, you need a basketball. Football, I need a lot of things. It's played in a state. It's just, it's a very expensive sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very expensive sport. And I think that that does hurt the development in the other countries with it. You know, I mean, you hear about these guys and they play in other countries where it, it, there's not, not every country is horrifically off. I don't, I think that that would probably be a terrible way to look at it as an American. But I also think that there's some guys who come from countries that don't certainly don't have it as good as us. And so yeah,
3: you get a basketball, you get a baseball, and that's basically how it goes. Well, we have always said in this country, if our best athletes played soccer, we would be on top with soccer. Um, but then the, we have the said pe- that, yeah. people in other countries have been like, well, no, you don't have the coaching, you don't have, you don't have all that. And I'm like, yeah, but you could get it. If you paid yeah, the best coaches to come over. I mean, yes. Yeah, it, it became priority. But to to the to the same in the same vein, if in England their best soccer players decided we're playing football, and you had the inverse of Ted Lasso. You, uh, you, or the right. same thing as Ted Lasso. You had the coaches coming over, right. And they started drilling they these football. kids. Yeah. You're telling me those kids couldn't play in the NFL? They don't. They have athletes. They have. They have athletes. Look, cro- by the way, we talking about it Croatia. It would be
5: this generation of pe- players, though. That's going to take one. a while yeah. for yeah. that it to happen. Took a while for Same for, thing yeah. for basketball.
3: But I don't. Th- I actually think in the NFL it would take less time because you're looking for guys that just run you're looking for guys that just uh, offensive line play you can't you tell me they don't have big boys in in germany you tell me they don't have big boys and hell forget just europe the new Whoa. zealand i mean i've seen some of their mma fighters they 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 could play the offensive line here like why why would we think they'd I have to be coached Iceland. since kindergarten so marius magnus like, Magnussen. yeah
4: that's the two we know 216474 oh, samuelson as well bill yeah, kasmeier James in East Cleveland. Hello.
2: What's up, fellas? How y'all doing this morning? Hi, James. Hey, um, (laughs) in regards to some of the overseas basketball players playing in the NBA and taking it over almost at the top of the league, I liken it to boxing almost where the best boxers come from, impoverished places. You know, these guys got more to play for than just money. They play for their country, their pride, so they put more into it. When you watch – uh, Luka or Joker out there, those guys are covered in sweat. They playing forty two, forty three minutes, and it's all nine-stop go. Same thing with Virgil and a lot of these overseas players. That they playing with more toughness, more tenacity. They got more. There is, is more
4: desperation. There is more desperation. And I, and I and I think that's that's what it
2: is. Yeah. And. Hey, that's all I got. Y'all have a good morning. It's such a, weird,
4: it's such a weird thing that we get into about it, James. And thank you very much for the call. I think it's a great call. Because, like, remember when um, Josh Rosen, keep an eye on him. You remember when Josh Rosen came out in the draft? Well, his parents are doctors, and he grew up in a country
5: club. He's going to be a brain surgeon. And that was used against for him. Or a tennis pro. That was all used
4: against him. And I'm like, well, you know, Johnny Manziel, when he came out, with well, this is a rich boy. Baker we Mayfield was rich. Baker yeah. Mayfield, well, your daddy's got all this money and stuff. Like, we use that against guys. We want that desperation. And when he mentions boxing, like, yeah, I mean, Sean Porter will tell you. Like, there's a lot of guys that come from rough backgrounds where they might not be able to have all the other stuff, but they need to know how to fight
5: every day, so they're going to learn how to do it right. I do think you'll see a change. They're adding flag football to the Olympics. That's a start, right, where, I mean, America's going to dominate that for a few
3: okay. Olympics. Well, I thought about
5: that because You'd what
3: would people say? They would were say if I, if I argued this, you know, when we were younger, people <laughs> would say, no, 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 no. You don't understand. The coaching of tackle football at a young age in Ohio is why Ohio players are better. We take it seriously. We're a football state. And now everybody just laughs about tackling, even at the NFL level. They say NFL guys can't tackle. And those are the best of the well, best. I don't think
4: it's about tackling. I think it's the knowledge of the game and knowing where to go. Like, you, you see this every Friday night. You have guys who are great athletes out there, but if they don't know where the hell they're going to go, they're going to lose.
5: It's also just comparatively to soccer, which is the big international sport, right? I think it was Andrew Brandt was on Baskin and Phelps last week. It was talking about the, the game in Germany and how many people watching that game, the Chiefs and the Dolphins, mm-hmm. didn't understand the rules of, Football, because it is so far different from, you know, they they don't know why people can't run wherever they want. As long as they aren't touching the ball, that's the offside call in soccer. For us, you cannot be moving until a predetermined time in which everyone's yeah. allowed to move. And, like, and, and even keeping it
4: stateside here, like, what was it? The, the Ohio was 7-1 and one or 6-1 and one or something like that this last fall against the other states. Like when yeah. you brought in teams from other states right. and stuff like that. And like we pride ourselves on that. It's like, well, there's good coaching, and the parents, they learn from the good coaches, so they, they coach them up that way. And so, yeah, you might have guys who are burners, but you if you don't know what spot to run to, like remember when I used to say about Jordan Phillips two years ago about the run fits, like he's running at the wrong spot faster than anybody I've seen. If you have that, it's better. I think what you're saying, the coaching, the coaching could make a point to it. And I, I'm not going to sit here and put my head in the sand and say it would never happen that way. It would take to me. It would take a very long time. Baseball had a head start. I mean, they were doing that in the 20s mm-hmm. for crying out loud in Cuba and probably before that. Oh yeah, uh, you're looking at basketball. Basketball, 50, 60 years ago. Now to this generation, but, yes, you have way more foreign-born European basketball players than
5: you've ever had. Yes. When did the international community catch up to America in basketball? Probably sometime over the last 10 to 15 years. But the first time it happened was in the 80, uh, international competition, right? That was the first time it happened was the 80s, early 80s. It happened once, and then America decided, like, we're not going to let that happen again, and it took another 30 years.
3: Yeah, well, they would have said they didn't really catch up. It was just you weren't playing our best players. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, 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 our, our best players, you know, happen to be but professionals.
5: But now, now there are competitive FIBA games and yeah. things like that. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and, and, yeah. And they weren't for the longest time. Because a lot of
3: those guys are professionals,
5: too. Yeah. Right. And now they've made that a priority over there where it's become more lucrative for, the, for them and those type of things. It, it's got to be lucrative for these overseas you know, masses to get into yeah.
4: it. 216-474-0092. Could foreign-born players take over the NFL? Do you think that that's a possibility? Yes or no? And coming up, speaking of America, how about a fine Oklahoman? And one of the wildest oh, things thanks. said about the treasure the favorite son of Enid, Oklahoma, coming up on the fan. We'll update the poll coming up at 940. Are you getting a lot of reaction to your question over there? Yeah. Looks like you yeah. are. Well, we've got a lot of football coaches. Could these – could – oh, that sounded terrible. I got
3: to be careful when I say because Owen is going to use it. it. Could foreign-born players take over the NFL? Well, and we're getting a lot of from coaches and people in the area – like no, no, we we have the secret sauce here, and I'm like, well, you only have the secret sauce because they don't care about football over there. If that secret sauce went overseas, are you telling me the athletes are just more football oriented
5: here? Well, we hear so many kids started playing football in high school, so those weren't football players I their do, whole life. I do think the numbers game, though, it'd be a lot harder. Just like I think back to it was the Kings, you know, in the early 2000s, had a bunch of European players yeah, that's on the right. team. And so that felt like, oh, that whole team's European. They had four guys. But there's 12 guys on a roster, yeah. and Mateen Cleaves was on that team. But there's there's 12 guys on that roster. I'll never forget Mateen Cleaves blowing deuces. And so when you have four guys, you're at a quarter of the roster already. Yeah. To do that on an NFL roster. And you do have, like, Jordan Mulata, I think, is the guy. He's the left tackle mm-hmm. for the Eagles. What's well, a huge deal when there's one. Right. When there's one on a team. And that's one of those guys that I heard him on the Kelsey Brothers podcast. Obviously, he's on there because Jason's on it, his teammate. But he was 6'8", 300 pounds, and some guy was like, you should go to the NFL. So he came over on one of those regional combine things on a, just on a try, and the guy that wanted him to do it kind of fed him that, here's what they're going to ask you in the room. Here's how you draw up this – blocking concept just so he could get... A, had he not passed that I-know-how-to-run-outside zone, he wouldn't be in the mm. NFL right now. But you'd look at him and go, that's crazy, 6'8", 300 pounds, and he played rugby. Yeah. He carried the ball in rugby over there. Why would we not be using him in the NFL? Here? I've had some coaches get hot with me saying this because I, I, I
4: just generalize it to the to the very lowest boiling point I possibly can when I've talked about this before. Like a baseball player, man, you got to have some really incredible skills to make it to the highest level, like hand-eye coordination, the worst, the Austin hedges of the world's that we all sit there and go, oh, here he comes. Miles Straw, they are, I mean, better than 99.9% of people out there that have ever tried hitting a baseball, catching a baseball, throwing it, whatever. And it's obviously the same thing in the NBA. Remember that and one 30 for 30 when they were laughing. Except for Ray for Alston, they were yeah. laughing yeah, oh, at yeah. the other guys. Like, no, they cannot do this. No. Well, but in the NFL, and football guys get mad because they think I'm saying they gotta be, they, they're dummies. Ain't nobody a dummy in the NFL. They're not dummies. But are you really athletic? Yeah. Are you willing to put your body on the line? Yeah. All right. Can he listen and follow directions? Sure. All right. Let's put him over here and let's see where he can go. Where he can go. It's not as specialized as it is with baseball and football, or excuse me, baseball and basketball. And so if you have athletes who are from Munich, Germany, Paris, France, London, England, and they're not good enough to play soccer or they're not good enough to play cricket or they're not good enough to play whatever other sports they play over their hockey, and they, but they're really good athletes and they're willing to put their body on the line, maybe they'll play football. But they don't have the system in place. Like, I mean, we really do protect football in our country. And in a lot of places like Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, Florida, California, Texas. A little bit of Georgia, 216 474 ninety two, Jim in Strongsville. Jim, hello.
2: Hey guys, listen, I you can't say you can't say that well, if our best athletes played soccer, we would be not just, then they say the same thing. Look, we 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 haven't had a great men's tennis player in forever. Look at the women's world cup co- look at our women's national soccer team. Right had ahead had the He's not American. No kidding. (laughs) Keep going. Anyways, look at our women's national soccer team. They were so far ahead of the world, but guess what? They're getting their butts kicked now. Why? Because the rest of the world caught up because soccer's popular there. If football was popular in other countries, there's, there's no, there is no such thing as uh, our athletes are just better than theirs. That's just not true. Can I blame it, it on they weren't the- as
4: hungry? Can I blame it on they weren't as hungry? Because I watched that and you had former women's soccer player analysts saying, look at them. They're taking pictures and signing autographs after ties. They're going to get got. And they were right. And I don't know anything about soccer.
2: I have no idea. I don't know that much enough about it to tell you either. I'm just, I would just, when I look this at as it as
3: an example, why would you say Uh-oh, such a thing shit. then Jim? Well, Kenny that's lost that's interest of- once he and- lost his icon and uh, his political advocate, Megan Rapinoe. Once she left, that was it for Kenny. Not denying it. Jim continue. All
2: right. Listen, you were talking about the cost, but that you also have the world, especially the, the Northern countries in Europe, they play a lot of hockey hockey, hockey is an expensive sport with a lot of what, with a lot of equipment involved. I just think it matters of the popularity. I mean, who would have thought baseball so popular yeah, in Japan? The, they have some pretty good baseball I'm not players. trying to get
4: weird about it, Jim, but the state sponsors that. The state will sponsor hockey and soccer in certain countries. Are they sponsoring football? Maybe Listen, they are in certain comrade, cases. Comrade. I'm not Listen, sure.
2: Comrade, maybe so, they don't should. Don't you call me a know.
3: communist, okay? Which is all fine and dandy the, until, you lose, until you lose yeah, a big yeah. one. then. Okay. Yeah. You better find a different airplane. Right. To Jim come Lennon and, and Strongsville over there. Would you All call against me a Bolshevik? Bolshevik? aren't you? Oh, my I God. I
2: you're against them. Oh. We well. overthrew them. Yeah, here's What's an American comrade sport. Ken?
4: Oh, my God in heaven. Sweet That's pretty big in Japan, too. It's much more American than big. that. It is pretty big in Japan. They love the super. They had Big Daddy in London, too. He was a very popular wrestler over there. Derek on the road. He's next up on the fan. Yellow.
2: Hey, how you doing? How you guys doing today?
4: Doing okay. Stay safe out there. It's very, very treacherous. Go ahead.
2: Oh, okay, definitely.
0: Um,
2: yeah, I was in the Air Force, and uh, I was stationed overseas in England. Now, the military used to play football in England, Germany, and Spain.
0: And uh... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. During the off-season,
2: we would go play in like the British League or the German League Now, the only thing – now, they do play football from a young age over in England, but the intensity of which they grow up playing is totally different from the intensity we grow up playing in the United States. Now, I will say in maybe 30 years, they'll get to that intensity over there, and then maybe they'll be able to come over and play then, but right now, they're not ready.
4: Yeah, there is. I I think that's a very good point. I mean, it is – communities and what they pour their passions into, and it can it can be an overwhelming thing, but communities, and Derek, thank you very much for the call because I think you were dead on there. What they pour their passions into will dictate what's big, and you look at the United States, it's a giant community. Like, I'll, I'll tell you right now, my son, it's pickup, rec league, basketball, and it's kind of, hey, we're all kind of hanging out and having a good time here. They take football a lot more seriously. They take wrestling very seriously there. It's picking up. Owen, I'm sure, is basically the same way where he's at, and Lima will find. I mean, Bay is has a great football program, so you're you're, you're going to know that uh, full on. But I think that with a lot of folks, with a lot of places, depending on what they take it, they take into account. Indiana basketball is a big deal. You know, things in America, football, men's basketball, women's basketball. Now, over the last 20 years, has become such a tremendous deal. It's where you pour your passions into it. the the. Foreign countries in Europe pour their passions into soccer or hockey or cricket, as we've seen past Europe, uh, but you understand.
3: I'm, I'm always really interested. It's just, I, let's take it to the high school level, and I know we got to move on. Like Kirtland. Kirtland has been good for so long at football, and it leads you to wonder. And there are other schools around the state of Ohio that are great at basketball, great at, say, women's uh, girls' soccer, right? There are just certain sports— and I, I always just thought, well, yeah, they, there's something in the water there. Just there's, there's something going on there. You can't replicate it elsewhere. But you do wonder if Kirtland's coaches went to another town, they were the coaches there for yeah. the next 15 years. Would those say? Some of athletes, that's
5: community. That's yep. It they might go, have started coaches, it. but it's become a community-based yeah. thing. There yeah. it
4: is. It's community buy-in. If it's important to the community and they want to protect the community, the, the parents do, and they buy into it, you're going to have good – if you're a basketball town, you'll be good at basketball. Lexington, Ohio, yep. good at basketball. Berlin. Historically, yep. Berlin, because the parents, it's a generational thing. They buy into it. Maslin, they're very mm-hmm. into football, so they come through it, even though they got a lot of players that – or from outside Yeah, I, I saw those license plates. Hey, anyway, wait, what do you want to say there, Mitch?
6: No, I, I just oh, heard he Berlin,
4: it. yeah. Oh, okay, there, there you Berlin. go. Mitch, please, by the way, coming up at 940, maybe he was going to play the Berlin basketball coach. I want to hear this out. Let me hear this out, okay? I'm not going to sit here and rip him. I want to see if the man makes a point. Apparently, yesterday, Nick and Danny Cunningham, on afternoon drive, they got into a bit of a, a, a scrum About whether or not Mark Price could be an MVP or would be an MVP in this generation, here it is. Mark Price
5: in this era wins an MVP.
4: I don't know if he
2: wins one, but he's... Steph won. Mark Price was an awesome shooter. Steph is better. Like, let's not... I I don't want to say negative things here, but there's never been someone that has been better at shooting the
0: basketball than Steph Curry. There hasn't been. And I don't know how close it is between him and number two. I don't think it's very
1: close, though.
5: I'm trying very hard not to engage in a, a verbal fisticuff with you over
6: Mark Price.
4: Nick. (laughs) Steph won. What the hell?
3: (laughs) So wait a minute, it's one of the two greatest shooters who ever lived right there. So because Steph won, (laughs) what does that mean for all the players in the nineteen eighties? They all could have won if they shot the three well? I don't understand that. (sighs) Dale Ellis? I don't know. He was six seven. (laughs) What about Michael Adams?
5: I thought start. you were going to hear this out. Kid. I know, yeah. but And here way, you are way, giggling like a little...
3: First what little about Dan, Danny Ainge shot a lot of threes? MVP? The
4: first argument Chuck he Person, says... Person,
3: Rifleman, MVP.
4: Bleep, Steph, Bill one. Patchson. I mean, how hard could it be? <laughs> go ahead, play the rest.
3: I
5: don't
4: know if I want... Dana Barrows, ahead, MVP.
1: The they got to listen to the part where he borderline like almost threatens Danny for a second. Be- I love because, Mark Price.
5: Like, well, he, no, but I think, I, I think this is where the era thing does matter. Sure. And I think... Mark was every bit the shooter that Steph is. He just played in an era where you got your ass knocked down on every other play. <laughs> I
3: uh, Here's where I totally disagree. Yeah, I wanted to agree with uh, Mark Price. I, I think that it would have been great to see him in this era, but there's also 20 other guys back then that if they were allowed to shoot, I mean, Reggie Miller was shooting five well, threes be a 60, game. So I
5: think Wh- that'd be-
3: what would Reggie Miller, how many threes would he shoot today? Wouldn't then Reggie yeah. Miller... Be a candidate. Reggie Miller
5: might shoot 63s a game.
4: This is where Nick, uh, I wanted yep. to agree with Nick. We act, guys, we all love Mark Price. Okay? racer phrase. Everybody loves Mark Price. He wasn't the only guy shooting threes in that era. We act like he was the only guy who shot threes in that era. If, they, if he, and you just mentioned Reggie Miller, and a lot of other guys. Michael Adams. Michael Adams in that era played in this era, it would be a lot different for all of those guys.
5: <laughs> but imagine, I guess, imagine if Larry Bird didn't have to drive the lane as much as he did and could just set outside.
3: Uh, well, yeah, would have, would yeah. Have, he Spended would have played another ten years, yeah. and, and then
5: he'd still be
3: MVP. And and could Mark Price that the difference with Steph, damn, that is going to be agree. an all time difference. And you've seen so many so many people try to replicate his game, is that he didn't need he didn't need to have space to get a three pointer off. I mean, I don't know that Mark Price. If guys, if long guys are draped all over him, how is he creating the space off the dribble? And he was great in a two-man game. Steph can create space in ways that you just cannot believe. He can shoot off either foot, which I don't think people realize is an. him, but he makes it look easy. But stepping to the right side and creating five feet of space off a step back like he can, I mean, that's just not really part of Mark Price's game. Mark Price would jump forward after his three, I mean, Steph can jump, jump diagonally. He can oh. he can sprint off a staggered screen at full speed, I'm come nice all the way around the hoop, it. throw the ball over to one side, then sprint to the other side while guys are like exhausted, and then he's getting the ball, step back three from thirty feet. Like that's just that's not Mark Price's game. Would it have been Mark Price's game if Mark Price was that's fair thirty five right I, now? I always wonder. Like, could Kobe Bryant was never a great three point shooter, but if he played today. Don't you think someone like him, he just would have worked on it harder? Just wasn't it. He worked on the mid range game. True. I think a lot of guys back then. Would Steph have been a great player back then? Oh, yeah. did you just do that uh, for a we, second? I didn't no, want to trail no. off there for but a minute. Yeah, yes, of course. Shooting works in any. Era. I can't say Indiana
4: basketball,
3: but I can say uh, I can say Steph Curry a bunch of times. And and people are like, well, nobody gets physical with Steph. Watch the playoffs. Guys are holding him. Guys are drilling him when he comes across the lane. Playoffs are a different animal. That's true. Steph, it took him a while to get over the, the the bugaboo. Once he got outplayed by by Kyrie, there were questions like, is is Steph? Could he be? Remember, it wasn't, wasn't Steph who won the MVP in 2015. I think
4: that segment happened right after I was done listening because I was pulling in for that meeting in the six o'clock. And I yeah. heard them getting ready to start ripping me because Danny had said that Donovan Mitchell was the second best Cavalier ever. And then once it was said yesterday by Terry Pluto, which Terry was just saying pure basketball player, then I thought, I was like, well, they're going to rip me. Away we go. And I just I got out of the truck and I walked in. I was like, well, I'll get
3: texted about it. And then I hear this about Mark Price. And I love Mark Price. Everybody loves Mark Price. He's, he, three time. I don't think people realize. Third team All-NBA. Yeah. He was very valuable. Tremendous player. I'm not saying he... He might have got votes. Would he have been an
4: MVP if he played in this generation? I'm just thinking he's not the only guy who shot threes
5: in the nineteen eighties well, and early nineties. How many people would evolve with how the game is I mean That's the story. Bra- right would there. Brad Doherty be an outside shooter in this generation? I mean, he was an athletic Golly, big guy. Right? you are probably prophetic about that.
4: True. Two one six, four seven four, ninety two. Can you make an argument
3: that I wanted to. I wanted to agree with you, Nick. I know you're going to hear this. I know you're going to get. We upset later. all. Had, I had a poster. I, wanted to agree. I had a poster on my wall for four years with him shooting a free throw. Think about how different. Who who would have a poster in 2024 shooting a free throw? That would be like a baseball player squaring a bunt. That's the poster. I mean, how insane! All right, we got
4: people in. 216-474-0092. Nick, I wanted to agree with you. I just got out of the truck at the wrong time, apparently. Coming up next, we'll get to the people who might agree with Nick about Mark Price. And I got to update that poll. A lot of people are saying no way on a free pass for your Cleveland Cavaliers. And Mitch, please, next on the fan. Mitch,
1: please, up first. What you got
4: for us, Mitch? You going to make this show better? You're three for three so far this week.
1: Hopefully, my final uh, installment for this week comes to us from Kansas City in honor of Owen. I wanted to bring up the beautiful nonsense that is Chiefs-aholic. It was yesterday where the man behind the Chiefs-aholic uh, uh, persona, the wolf costume, uh, pled guilty to three charges stemming from a bank robbery around two years ago. He skipped down on bail. Obviously, we knew the whole thing it went viral on social media. So this was his attorney yesterday addressing the press after the, the, the ruling. Uh, this is from Fox 4 in Kansas City. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today... Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Aholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing and he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you, and God bless.
4: Less worried about going to prison than how other Chiefs fans think of him. Also, if he doesn't give up, does that mean he's going to keep Robin Banks if he gets out? What's that mean? Well, when you're addicted
3: to Chiefs of Hall. Sometimes It's in his DNA. What's he supposed to do? What's in his DNA? Well, running to follow the law. <laughs> that's good. That's why I was yeah. asking.
4: I can't believe that's how that lawyer started that off. And by the way, I don't. I'm when gonna he to was caught
3: snorting lines of scrimmage. <laughs> when, he, when he fumbled his bag outside of the dance club. It was a simple handoff from his drug dealer. (laughs) I mean, this guy is great, though. Oh hell! uh, I'm
4: gonna have to make room for him in the dream team. That was incredible. I mean, it's about if I'm gonna go to jail, I might as well be entertaining doing it, right? That's great. Two one six four seven four double o nine. I want to know if he if
3: he represents other (laughs) other criminals, other suspects, and then just references (laughs) what they what they are what they really like. Yes. Model train builders. Oh, come on. Perfect. (laughs) We were (laughs) hoping to choo choo choose another (laughs) bailiff for this case.
4: I go, all right, here we go. Four for four. Well done, Mitch. All right, let's get to Josh and Bria. We asked whether or not Nick was right that Mark Price could win an MVP in this generation. I just laughed. Listen, I love Mark Price. I just laughed at the argument that Nick immediately made when he said that, ah, Steph won an MVP. Uh Josh, hello.
6: It seems like Nick's going to need the Chief Aholics lawyer to uh, talk to the fans after that take. It was just oh, a very yeah.
4: bad reasoning for Despite it.
6: Despite all my bad takes, you know, just know I, I want your support, guys. I just love the Cavaliers so much that I'm going to say that because Curry won one, Mark Price would win one. That is, like, one of the craziest things I've ever heard, like, I, poor Nick. Like, like Lima said, like, the modern era guard now, like, remember when Iverson was a rookie and crossover Michael Jordan, they banned the crossover because they thought it was illegal because it was just, now you got all these guards nowadays who can do that. And it's like, Mark Price would have had a guard the likes of a Kyrie Irving, uh, Devin Booker, uh, you know, Jalen Brown, even if they were matching up against the Celtics nowadays, like, how would he would fare against those type of guys? It's just crazy to be like, yeah, oh, Josh, yeah, so well, yeah Curry Josh, can do that. In Josh, yeah. in
3: Nick's defense here, um, I mean, Steph Curry didn't win the MVP because he could defend any of those
6: guys. I mean, he would try. that's And he would try, and then that's why we won the championship, because they realized that he didn't want to guard Kyrie Irving, and then boom, came the shot. And then we have a championship. But it's not to just be like, oh, yeah, because the era was different. You know, if he played now, he'd be better. What? Mark Price would realistically, what, he averaged in his career at the Cavs 18 points a game. He would probably, in this modern era, be around 21 to 23 points a game. And not enough to give him an MVP, though. I mean, just... The sheer audacity to just be like, because they're audacity. similar types, oh, they, you would win an MVP just because of that. It's just one of the most asinine things. But it's, it's just, the modern athlete now in the NBA is so much, I'm sorry, it's just so much more gifted than it once was back then. That's why the game is so spread out. Well, we
4: always do. Because cause I, I did this before, Josh. Thank you very much. Like, talking about like Jim Brown, I said Jim Brown and Dick Buckus and a few other guys from that era. If everything were the same, if you just dropped them in 2023, they would be good football players in 2023. Now, I can't guarantee Hall of Famers, but they'd be good fo- as is. Like guys who had jobs during the offseason, as is. You took Jim Brown, Buckus, a couple other guys, dropped them into the NFL in 2023. They'd be very good football players. Uh, with Mark Price, if you dropped him into 2023, he'd be a really good shooter. Maybe he'd be a spot shooter. Now, if he was 33 in 2023... I'm, I can't say he wouldn't get votes for MVP, but I, if I did the same thing for all the other guys in the 80s and early 90s, I think that that's a conversation uh, I have to have. It can't it's just a, be Mark.
3: a good point by Luigi Costanzo. He says, people seem to forget Mark Price played in an era when three-point line was actually longer as well, and he broke efficiency records for shooting. While that's all true, and I, I do think that's a, a fair point, and people just forget. Go look at a highlight reel of Mark Price. I, I just had Ken watching during the break he was a point guard i mean he was able to get he's criminally underrated there is no doubt but are you seeing the range guys are shooting from today they, these guys are able to shoot i mean look at the range where anybody shoots look at the college, Cal- Clark, college, college the record from the logo just going to say just going to say the the three point line is inconsequential to these guys they are able to shoot it from everywhere in fact a lot of them like to start out from further because they know there's more of a distance and it sets up their teammates. So they don't even want to come in and, and and look at that line and bury shots around that line. They want the distance. JB in Olmstead Falls. Hello. Got to go quick. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I think Warren Moon would be an MVP in this NFL day.
3: <laughs>
4: I mean, he, he, wouldn't Can- he wouldn't have to spend years in Canada. He wouldn't have to spend years in Canada before he got here. Shoot. I'll tell you that. You wouldn't have to do that. Are you ready for this? The uh, update of the poll, the final poll yep. results? Yep. We are at a final. I I posted out there for everybody not to rip off the afternoon show. I know they've done a lot of polls lately, but I said we gave a free pass to the Cavs yesterday at 950 a.m. It's 950 today for their game against Chicago. Are you giving them a free pass for it after the Mavericks win? 61.6% tone say no. No free pass. All right, guess you guys just were uh, so not that blown away by that Which, amazing
3: game the night before. We
4: will have a chance to do it again next week. If they beat Boston on Tuesday, then they're at Atlanta on Wednesday. Atlanta and in, going into this game coming up next Wednesday, because I know everybody cares about the Atlanta Hawks around this area, is 20, they're 26 and 32, they're in the 10 seed. So I want to put it out there, if the, if the Cavs win on Tuesday, we'll all be going crazy. Because they beat the Boston Celtics, who are 46-12 and 12 right now, and basically have yep. the number one seed wrapped up. And that means, Lima, like you said to me on the phone, they'll probably give a good effort because it could be a matchup later on. Uh, could can we he... give a free pass if they were to lose against Atlanta uh, the next night? Not allowed
3: to lose any more games, apparently, by the Cavs. We're just going to get really mad. Can't figure out anything.
4: We cannot figure out anything. We're not allowed to figure out anything as far as rotations uh, and sets or anything.
3: I had joked earlier about owning the Mark Price poster of him shooting a free throw. And I said, can You imagine a baseball player having a poster of them bunting, squaring up. And then Nate in Bay Village sent me the Brett Butler poster from back in the day on the Dodgers. Square, from squaring Grace up. Grace Under Fire? Squaring up. Same same one. Squaring up to butt. I always get bro- She's poor, by the way. Oh, I've she seen She has no money. She had a TV show what? that was watched by like 20 million Why people. Why would
4: you leave the show on that? Grace Under Fire?
3: Yeah. Is she going to go fund that? me like Alyssa Milano for can't, her kids? Just kids shout that she's poor and then end the show. I think she was begging for money,
4: too. I get Brett Butler and George Brett mixed up from time to time. But if you want to talk about YouTube stories like I was talking about earlier, he's got one for the ages. I think if you look up Don Carmen, former pitcher for the Philadelphia Pirate or Philadelphia Pirate, Philadelphia Phillies, he will also have a squared up uncle. Bun. No, we're not related. Oh, Spelled the same way, though. There you go. Uh, big thanks to Big Country for Jeff, for Mitch. Hopefully, things are going better for Brett Butler very soon. For the Slippery Wizard, <laughs> the actress,
5: not the not the baseball
4: player. The Slippery Wizard. I hope Anthony the baseball Liva. players. No, has, I know. I want nothing. Good who has for him. more money? Podcast coming up Which after Brett the show. Which Brett Butler has more money? Ten fifteen. We'll do that on the podcast. Podcast coming up after the show. It's a it's a back room podcast of the emerging podcast scene i'll be talking to sean spencer head coach over at rose boys basketball It'll be a great time
3: be listening and, and right now looking for a winner enter the word ball b-a-l-l-92-3 the fan.com by 10 a.m your chance to win a pair of tickets to the 2024 mac basketball tournament tickets on sale now rocket mortgage field house no i
4: ain't doing it now
3: big thanks to everybody who
4: listen. stay safe out there take care